Welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. Thank you so much for being with us. If you're new, well, welcome on in. We are so glad that you're here. We're in Matthew 18, starting Matthew 18 today. And so here's the big question for you. Who is the greatest football player of all time? (laughs) Now, you didn't expect that one, did you? Well, how about this one? Who's the greatest basketball player? Or how about this? Who's the greatest baseball player? Who's the greatest actress, the greatest singer? Those are questions we ask. If you go to YouTube right now, you can see dozens of people who pose that question and come up with their idea of the answers. It's a natural thing. It's natural in mankind for all of us to want to know who's the best, no matter where you work and no matter what you do. Somewhere in your mind, you're asking, who's the best? Who's at the top of the ladder? Who do I, and if you're competitive, (laughs) sort of like I am, you have to ask yourself, who do I have to beat to get to the top? Well, you know, this is natural and it's not new. This very question was asked to Jesus by his apostles, by his closest followers. You, You may not have known that. Well, in Matthew 18, here's how it starts. Let me read you some verses. Then, of course, like always, we'll go back and talk about it. So here's the story. Now, at that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? There you go. Who's who's number one? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them. Jesus called the child to him, put him in the midst of them and said, truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Then Jesus goes on to say this. Now, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Jesus says two things that are profoundly important about what it means to be great in the kingdom of God. Now, you're listening to this today and you're a believer. At some point, you had to have asked the question in some way, and it would be natural for you to do it and unnatural for you not to. How do I become the best follower of Jesus that I can be? Now, you may be on in your years. You may have walked with the Lord a long time, and maybe your zealousness and passion and, and you know vim and vigor, if you will, has sort of died away. But still in your mind, if you're connected with the Lord, if you're in his word, if you have a good prayer life involved in a great church, you're going to ask yourself and be pushed to ask yourself, how do, how do I become a great follower of Jesus? Not for my sake, but for the sake of the kingdom. So Jesus says two things about that. First, he says, here's the key. You want to enter into heaven and you want to be great? Then here's what you got to do. He says, whoever humbles himself like this little child is greatest in the kingdom. Well, what did the little child do? You ready? It's real simple. Jesus called and they responded. Jesus said, come and be with me in the middle of all these adults. He may or may not have even known any of them. Might have been a little scared. Might have been a little nervous. But Jesus called and he came. Now, why did he do that? See, children understand authority structures. They understand what it's like to have an adult talk to them. They know what it's like to have a teacher talk to them. Now, we can argue that in our culture today, that respect is being um, whittled away and it's not as strong as it used to be. And that's probably true. But a child recognizes their position before authority. Most little children, if you have a big guy come upon them and get angry with them, they're going to get scared. They're going to cower and they're going to obey. Now, Jesus didn't treat people like that. 
But here's the point. This child recognized Jesus and his authority as an adult, and they immediately moved close and they obeyed. As children of God, when God calls on our life, when God calls to us, we're to move close and we're to obey. God draws near a humble heart. We see this very clearly from this text. What does it mean to be humble? It doesn't mean looking in the mirror saying, I'm terrible, I'm no good, I'm horrible, I'll never amount to anything. That has nothing to do with humility and has nothing to do with Jesus, by the way. Humility means recognizing your position before the Lord and in the world. So when God calls, you respond. When God says go, you go. When God says give, you give. When God causes within you a new vision, a new passion, a new journey, regardless of your age and where you are, you pick up and you do it. That humility, that surrender to the authority is what causes the kingdom of heaven to be yours for sure. Then he says a second thing. He says, when you see people like these little children responding to me, if you cause one of them to sin, it would be better for a big grinding stone to be fastened around your neck and you to be drowned in the depth of the sea. How would we ever do that? By not speaking the truth. By living our lives in a way that's contradictory to Scripture. By lying. By not prioritizing our time, our prayer life, our money, our resources, our abilities to advance the kingdom. By, by not being connected with a meaningful fellowship. Now, the way that's happening today is changing. We'll talk about that probably some other time. That might be a Friday special that we do down the road. But, but those are ways that you begin to cause people to sin by not living out the scriptures well. So here's what we do. We have a humble heart. God will draw near. We love and live out the truth so people around us are encouraged not tripped up. Now, when we do that, we have unbelievable grace for our journey. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for today and your goodness. And now, Father, be with us as we live for you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, we'll talk again next time.